This is Ready Radio, preparing you to be ready for anything. Now, here's your survival guide for Ready Radio, John Rush. All right, welcome everybody. Uh, Ready Radio, KLZ 560, thanks for joining us today. This is a live show today, by the way, so if you're listening to one of our replay shows, you will know what day this happens to be. This is actually the uh, July 14th. And we've got a special guest who's been with us during the week on the weekday program on Rush to Reason, but Jeff Rich, uh, Richfield joining us now. Jeff, welcome. How are you? Jeff, do you hear me? Maybe. There we go. Jeff, are you there? We're trying. I'm going to put him on hold, Charlie, and see if you can uh, get him rounded up because we've got Jeff for about 20 minutes or so. And, again, plenty to talk about today with Jeff. And he is... Uh, we had him on. He was talking about the USA flag fast. He did some fasting in regards to the country and different things prior to the Independence Day week. And we had Jeff on prior uh, to that week and had a good time. And he's got other things that he does in regards to the preparedness end of things and so on. Some of it even being on the financial side, which we'll get into today. And, of course, got, always have plenty of other topics to get into. But we'll have Jeff on here in just a moment. And then as we get going... Uh, I'll take some calls and do some things along those lines as well. In the meantime, don't forget Stack Optical. I'm going to mention this really quick before we go to break. Anything you need when it comes to eye care, eye wear, Stack Optical has you covered. Their phone number, 303-321-1578. And at Stack, literally anything you need, Alan can custom make anything you need. That includes glasses that you may need for shooting. It may need for sporting events. It may be for hunting, anything along those lines, even just working around the house, out in the shop, even some of you guys that are technicians, handymans, whatever. There are safety glasses even that he can make for you that would have all the different prescription lenses and so on in it to make it work for you accordingly. So again, Alan can do whatever you want. In fact, when it comes to shooting, he will even make an appointment with you to bring your firearm in. And in doing so, of course, you have to bring it in, make an appointment, bring it in, unload it, of course. But then what he does is he looks at how you utilize that firearm, how you're aiming, what are you doing, how are you looking, and so on. And then he can design eyewear around all of that for you. Again, I wanted to mention that really quick before we get to our first break here in a little bit, uh, just to make sure that I squeeze that in because I know Jeff is going to be You can text us a question as well, by the way. Anything that you have for me, I will get that answered, 307 200 8222-307-200-8222. So again, anything that you need, and even during the week, and a lot of you send me different articles that have to do with all the different shows that I do. And as you guys listen, know we've got four different programs, The Daily Show, Rush to Reason, of course, this program, which is heard every Friday from 2 to 3 p.m. And then, of course, Fix It Radio Saturday mornings, and then Drive Radio right after that. And some of them do dovetail into one another. In fact, Fix It Radio and this program here today probably dovetail back and forth to you know a little bit when it comes to the preparedness end of things because you want to make sure you have your quote-unquote house in order as you head into any kind of a event i mean event as in a natural disaster things along those lines so there is some dovetailing that go back and forth and then of course this show ready radio dovetails into what we do on rush to reason on a pretty routine basis as well so again thank you guys very much for what you send to me on a routine basis i literally get you know, messages and things from you guys on an ongoing basis, which, again, I really do appreciate. And if you're listening to this show as a replay, again, thank you also for listening. If you're passing through, a lot of folks are vacationing. I've seen a lot of out-of-state plates lately. If you like what you hear here on KLZ, 
you can listen live with an app called KLZ Radio. So you can take us with you on the road, and as long as you've got you know cell service, you can actually listen to us through the Internet, and you can do that on your computer as well at klzradio.com. But we have an app, KLZ Radio, and it enables you to listen to us wherever you happen to be, and I've got a lot of folks that do listen in other states, especially when it comes to the weekends. So anything that you need, just let us know. Again, 307-200-8222 is the text line. Any of you can text us, by the way. Even if you're out of state, you guys know how that works. You can you can do that as well. Or go right to the website, ready-radio.com. Jeff, are you with me now? Oh, Mark, Mark, what's going on, Mark? Oh, hey, guys. How uh, are you, sir? Good talking to you. Good, doing okay. Uh, I had to get an adjustment with the chiropractor this morning, but I'm feeling okay after running a Bobcat. But anyway... So something that popped in my mind uh, for the last weeks was um, topics that are not necessarily being discussed on Ready Radio that may be brief on them but haven't specifically talked about them. The first one was if you're a new homeowner, start in your phone or in a journal or something a list of phone numbers of people to call where it's an electrician that can come to you, uh, a plumber that can yeah. come to you, HVAC that can come to you because where I live – not everybody can come here. You know, Absolute won't come out this far. Um, some of those clients that you know are in different rural areas may yep. not have that accessibility. Second thing is we've talked about water filtration, but what we did not talk about is chlorination. And accessing chlorine in an emergency is very difficult. So mm. I experienced something when I went to Haiti in 2010 after the earthquake where we had to make our own chlorine mm. in order to sanitize the water, and that was not a fun process. I had never that really thought, I, and I'm a little spoiled on that because I actually have some of that around in a supply of, but Mark, you're right. If you don't normally have a hot tub or something like that around where you've got chlorine you know, kicking around, you wouldn't have any. Good point. Right, exactly. Yeah, if you don't have a pool, you may not carry it, yeah. but you may want it. You, would not know, you wouldn't even know. To, frankly, Mark, some folks don't even know where to buy it. Right, yeah. So I thought I'd bring that That's up. That's a great point, Mark. Great point. In. So, anyway, great show. Love the show. Listening to you guys every week. And uh, I just sit in the back and think about all the things that you haven't discussed and thought I'd add that. Well, I appreciate that. No, I, I, and in fact, I will add that to my list, and we can do that a little bit later as well. So thanks, Mark. I appreciate that very much. Jeff, are you back with me now? Yes, sir. Halo, how are you, sir? I'm good. Doing good. 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 out here. Travel from Memphis to Nashville. Memphis to Nashville. Well, appreciate you joining us. I know you're on the road. I know we've got, you know, limited time, but you're welcome to stay as long as you see fit. First off, and we had you on on Rush to Reason, so some of the folks listening that listen to both shows may know that. But for those that listen only to this program, Jeff, who is Jeff Richfield? Yes, sir. That's me. Uh, so, so give me your back. Give me your background, Jeff. What what is it that you know? I mean, I I know what you do, but the folks listening do not. I know you've got a website, jeffrichfield.com. You help with all sorts of wealth right. building and things along those lines, but you do some other things as well. Yeah, I do. Uh, appreciate the, having me on the show here, and um, yeah, if things go uh, kind of silent, it's because we're on a cell. Sure, so understand. Hopefully, that won't happen. But yeah. I'm in Nashville, Tennessee, and what we have is I'm a Gopinor. Basically, that means that I take kingdom principles and use them in the marketplace to help others grow. Okay. And right now, I'm helping people build their ark. And what is an ark? It's abundance, resource, and kingdom 
living. Okay. And so basically, we all know the money system is going to a whole new level, a reset, if you will, and basically I help people with that because my gifting is entrepreneurial, and I mix that with God, so I call myself a Godpreneur. And that's how that works. Got it. So the idea is people are going to need an ark, just like a Noah's day. Mm-hmm. The seas are rough, and we're looking to help people get to a secure spot. And so we create what is known as off-the-grid shadow wealth. What does that mean? It's not nothing is illegal. It's just that I've traveled the world because I sold my business here in the March, and I went on a quest to find the most productive passive income strategies, things that we would not have to depend on our government okay. to, uh, to provide income. So I went to Australia and uh, found three different companies that are doing phenomenal things. And I became a consultant and basically you know, I use them myself. So for the last six months, these, uh, these principles are working to create and generate wealth for people. And it's in compassion and giving that I operate. So I don't need anybody's money. I've already made my income. And so I just want to help people get into the art. And some of the strategies produce really well returns. And they're passive income. So what's that, what does that mean? That is, you can take, say, $1,000 and make $250 a month, 25% a month. And so if somebody had the wherewithal, say they had 10000 or 100000 you can imagine the numbers at 25%. Now, Risk, you ask yourself, what kind of risk is involved with this? There's less risk involved with this than the fiat dollar. Why, why I say that is because I've been using it, and they've been working really well. So I also get involved with health and, and, uh, and food. The health side of things, we've produced our own powder. It's called uh, viral defense, and we use the most amazing products with a bioscience doctor. We created a... a uh, a drink, it's a hot tea, usually uh, like a black tea, and it has, of course, your regular vitamin C's and D's and zinc in it. Uh, it helps your body build defense against viruses. The bottom line is, we all know about the virus, I'm not going to say the name of it, but there's other viruses mm-hmm. that are probably on the horizon. And so um, I'm really excited about this product because we've got testimonials already, and uh, it's got healing power, it's got barley in it, and uh, some other really great synergies. Uh, turmeric, but it's not regular, regular turmeric. These, these uh, particles we developed go through into the blood faster. And so I'm excited about that. On the uh, food product, we also help people get involved with their indoor tree garden. So the tree garden is a unit that's about $550, and we don't produce that. That's actually from Choose Plus. And so I've uh, been a member of Juice Plus for a long time. But the tree garden produces vegetables, enough that you can have. It's hydroponic on a miniature size. Mm-hmm. So you can produce vegetables and eat off that tree garden. Then we have a larger one for churches and businesses. It's, it's a $35,000 unit, but we can put it anywhere in the, in the, in the, in the world. And it'll produce vegetables based off solar energy and has a battery operating system. Uh, temperature is modified 24-7, and there are three carousels, four carousels inside that will generate uh, enough vegetables to feed 100 people a month. That's a powerful product. Um, and so, yeah, the, mon- the monetary, the health, and the food, and the relationships. I help people get unstuck, and sometimes, as a, as a life coach, uh, 
I've been studied with some of the best people on the planet. And uh, in the prayer in the prayer realm, I help organize prayers over cities, providing canopies of prayers at different levels. And so we create, say, an army of gatekeepers. And then we have intercessors who pray for healing for people. So our prayer calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Central Time. And if you go to Jeff, go email me at Jeff at JeffRichfield.com. That's R-I-C-H-F-I-E-L-D. I'd love to have you on a prayer call at 9 o'clock Central on Saturdays for an hour. So we do a Zoom, and that's global, people that are on that call. Mm. So yeah, nice. what we want to do is get the mind of Christ, yep. and then we use his purposes. Go ahead. Uh, talk to us also because on your website you've got the you know build your ark you click that it then takes you to a kingdom wealth worksheet that folks can go through and essentially what they're doing is giving you an idea of what their net worth is what kind of investments they have and so on and I'm assuming from that you can then help them with how do we build more of that exactly yeah I'm not a wealth advisor so I have to give the disclaimer right I just share with people what I do it works. And so I look at their financial worksheet, the picture. We see, you know, if they have an IRA or different avenues. And we talk about infinite banking, using insurance annuities and death benefit and insurance policies to provide other people's money to fund your operation. And so there's some deep-level thinking in infinite banking. I'm not sure if you heard of that. Yep. But I have to do that myself, too. Uh, so, yeah, that just gives us a snapshot of where that person might be in their timeline. Okay. And what we want to do is create a legacy for them, for their children's children. So we're looking at these passive income strategies that provide good returns. We're looking at networking with people that have the same like mind as Christians that are looking to um, be the light, right? And so it's all based off Isaiah 61, setting captives free and the prisoners free. And we want to see a healing of the sons and daughters and mothers and fathers and and um, have that, you know, Malachi 4 scripture become a reality. So prayer is where it all starts with me. And so I write books, too. And I have five books that are uploading to my site. But you can find them on Amazon, too. Uh, Eyes wide open. And I do these books live on video with people. So it's a challenge. So, uh, you know, Eyes Wide Open is a 40-day challenge. I've already got that on my YouTube channel every day. We go through that, it's 15 minutes. And then I have uh, 21 days of fasting and praise. It's the same idea. We kicked that off in January this year. So the books bring a reality because you go through them together with the Word of God. And as a Godpreneur, we want to be kingdom-minded, so we use the Word, and we declare things that are not as though they are. We just use biblical principles, like Proverbs. There's 31 Proverbs in the book. Mm-hmm. So we go through one a day together. Okay. So I have a morning kickoff, five minutes a day with Jeff, and that it's a proverb a day for 30 days, 31 days. Very good. Um, when it comes to, uh, and going back to the whole financial thing, and, and appreciate you, Jeff, and what you're doing there, and, and believe you know, fully in your approach to those things. Uh, you know, there's nothing there that I could disagree with at all and and, and I, I'm a big believer in you cannot help others including your own family if you yourself 
are not healthy, that doesn't matter whether it's on the spiritual side, on the physical side, or the financial side. You yourself have to be, you know, well in every one of those areas if you're going to help anybody else. And I think so many times, and correct me if I'm wrong, but so many times people, and it's, and it's out of the goodness of their heart, don't get me wrong, people want to help others. I get that. that that's, a, that's a gift, and I have that gift as well. I, I, I love helping others. I'd rather give than receive. To me, that's so much more enjoyable, yeah. but... But I also know that that can be to a fault if you're not careful. In other words, you can give so much that you've now depleted everything you had and you have nothing left to give. That's not biblical either. That's correct. I just talked about that with my partner driving here from Memphis. I said, look, I don't need the people's money. And I said, I don't like this. I mean, you have to charge for your time. Yes, right? you do. You do. Yeah, if you don't, if you don't there's no perceived value either, Jeff. So, yes, you have to. Correct. That's right. So a professional speaker may charge a thousand an hour if they have a name and build themselves up to that. So you have to have that smart uh, wisdom. And you're right. You have to have the perceived value, and your time is worth money. And it's not it's not unbiblical to do that. So you know you have to have a good strong identity and so self worth. And so my time is precious. I have a family. I have to take care of. So if my wife sees me overworked, she's going to say, show me the bacon. Right. That's right. <laughs> I can't produce nothing. That's right. That's exactly so, uh, right. No, and, and again, yeah. you have to teach those same principles to others. And I think... Uh, and, and again, a little bit, you know, maybe off target here, but not because, uh, you know, I'll bring this full circle. I think there's so many people, sure. especially Christians, where they get so tied up in, you know, profit being a dirty word and even working too much is maybe a sin and, you know, workaholism and so on. And and again, there has to be balance in all of these areas. And I'm, I'm all for that. But, I, you know, I also know, Jeff, that Profit's not a dirty word. There's nothing wrong with having a nest egg of your own to be able to help others. There, in fact, it's very biblical, and Scripture talks about leaving a nest egg for those that we leave behind, whether that be our spouse or our kids or our grandkids. That's very biblical. There's nothing, nothing at all uh, evil about doing that. 100% agree with you on that. And also I want to share that we have land in Jolton. That's a place 12 miles north of Nashville, uh, and we're building a community of compassion. This is a field of dreams. Mm. Uh, fatherless kids come up there, and they get taught, you know, things of God by men. And mm. that's the problem with our, yes. our nation. There's a ton of men yes. stepping up. I know that. Fathers have lost their place. So yes. We need more men to step up to the call of God in their life. So this place is a place that they can see other men at work. Uh, we have gardens there. We have cabins in the woods. We're going to do a father's retreat sometime in October. So that's an exciting project called Eagles Landing, mm. and I, can, I partnered with a friend, uh, a pastor down in Nashville, with Harvest Sound International Church dot com. Uh, they're doing great work with youth, and uh, just this week we're having a thing called Thunder School, where they take a week out and they have thirty kids take them through a uh, course, and they graduate with honors and uh, rededicate themselves to the Lord in such a way that they must say step up. So it's all about making our community stronger. So the food, gardens, things like this on the land, and we all know that God loves it when we take land for his name. So that's what Israel is all about, right? Getting the land back. Yep. Really exciting time to live. In fact, uh, if people want, they can email me at jeff at jeffrichfield.com, and I'll love to just consult with them about their financial picture, how we can help leave a legacy for them and their family, talking about the uh, health products that we that we uh, promote 
and the uh, the food products too. How they can not starve to death and have a tree garden, or how however they want to move forward. Nice, Jeff. Again, I know you're limited on time. I appreciate you joining us and. Have a, by the way, <clears throat> excuse me, have a safe journey. I know you're traveling right now, so have a safe journey. And again, we'll have you back in the future. The more of these events that you have coming up and so on, let us know, and I'll get you on and talk about them. Can I say a quick prayer before we leave? Yes, go right ahead, Jeff. Father God, we thank you for people who are listening right now. We thank you, Lord, that your eye is on them and your hand is not too short to save. We pray, God, that you will provide angels around people who are suffering from illness right now. That, Lord, your will will be done in their lives. And we thank you in Jesus' name for this radio broadcast, God. And we pray you promote it and increase those 10 takes in Jesus' name. Jeff, I thank you. That means the world to me. I appreciate that very, very much. And uh, Lord bless you very much and appreciate all that you're doing. And again, you have other things coming up. Let me know, sir. You got it. Have a great day. Appreciate it, Jeff. Have a great, safe trip. And we'll be right back again. Don't forget Stack Optical, where you can get all of your eye care needs met. One-stop shopping, 303 321-1578. In such an uneasy and unpredictable time that we live in, growing your own food is becoming a necessity. Colorado Greenhouse Builders is a local family-owned and operated business that specializes in custom cedar greenhouses. Owners Jason and Annette have over 35 years of construction management experience and have built multi-million dollar greenhouse structures all over the country. Colorado Greenhouse Builders is one of the few companies that specializes in geothermal heating. Geothermal heating utilizes the sun's light and heat to create an amazing year-round growing opportunity. Their geothermal heating has proven to be a gardener's dream, even in our cold Colorado winters. They can provide a custom consultation that includes an evaluation of your site and then provide recommendations and a custom plan for all your growing needs. Call Colorado Greenhouse Builders at 720-539-9806 or find them at ready-radio.com. That's ready-radio.com. Summer hailstorms have returned with a bang, leaving roofs across the front range in need of repair or replacement. You need to know what options will be best for your home. Here at Roof Savers Colorado, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners maintain their roofs through hail or shine. We work with any insurance company to get your damaged roof the replacement it needs. However, if you are looking to get more life out of your current roof, we also offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs. With over 20 plus years of roofing experience, we believe in helping you determine the right solution for your situation and through every season. If you think your roof has been a victim of hail, contact us to set up your free inspection and receive an honest evaluation about the condition of your roof. Call today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com to keep a durable roof over your head. Do you know that your windshield is getting more expensive to replace? Most vehicles have options that help keep the vehicles from avoiding accidents or even keep it in the traffic lane. These windshields require more than just a replacement of the glass. They also require a calibration of the computer system to make sure everything is operational to the specifications the manufacturer set when the vehicle was built. You can't trust the traveling glass replacement shop to do these necessary calibrations as they require special equipment and in most cases, an indoor shop to perform the calibration. 
calibrations. We have two Novus locations that can replace your windshield and also do these calibrations. Novus Fort Collins and Novus Sterling. Both are fully equipped with the latest technology to service your vehicle properly. Find either location by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. All right, we are back. Uh, Ready Radio, KLZ 560. Website, ready-radio.com. Dovetailing back into what Mark from Wiggins was saying, by the way, and I've no, and he's right. I've never talked about it, and I apologize. Mark had a really great idea when it comes to starting a list of numbers of the things that you may need, of you know, help that you may need around your house. A list of vendors, I guess I would call it. In the business world, we call that our vendor list. At home, you could call it whatever, name it whatever you want to. You know, vendor list works for me. And several reasons to do that. And and I need to do the same thing. So, Mark, thank you for the friendly reminder. I know all of these things, and I'm slowly, you know, teaching my wife these same things. But we should have just a master list that is shared, A, for my wife, who, you know, something would happen to me, great, who does she call, what does she do, and so on. So that would be the first thing. Number two, if something happened to both of us and, you know, the kids now have to step in and do something, okay, how is that going to work and what do they need to know? And then lastly, and, and this wouldn't, when I bought the home that I have now, it was a used home bought from a friend of mine. And I will tell you when I bought the home, he had that list put together. And so when Mark talks about the list, I know exactly what he's talking about because I had that list. Now, of course, over the time, course of time, six years or so, it changes. I need to update the list. Some of it's the same. Some of it is not. The other thing that I think is very important, and I do my best to do this, although I don't do it as well as I should, but for a lot of you listening, you ought to also, quote unquote, map out any specific things around your home that you may know something about and know that, okay, if a repair man were to come out here, repair person were to come out here, what would they need to know about this system that would enable them to get things fixed faster? You know, for example, have you buried some lines someplace going from point A to point B? Is there conduit in the ground to even run additional lines, you know, whether it be electrical or whatever the case may be? Do you have some specific plumbing things that go on? Do you have to turn a certain valve on or off at different times of the year and different things that may happen? You know, those sorts of things I feel you should map out. Now, as I say map out, not physically get, you know, a map and draw pictures and all that. In some cases, you may want to do that, but map out as in, you know, point one, point two, point three, and so on when it comes to certain items in your home. A lot of you that have intricate HVAC systems that you may even change some of your your baffling and ducts around on an annual basis or semi-annual basis, you'd want to note those things or even write it on the duct for that matter. Those of you that may have really fancy AV systems, how does all of that work? You know, my son and I, we talk, and back, we talk back and forth all the time. Actually, sons, plural, talk back and forth all the time about certain things going on in their homes. And one thing I need to do a better job of with them is saying, okay, start mapping this out. In other words, 
We just went through all of these things that we now have handled, fixed, whatever the case may be. If somebody were to come along after us and have to deal with this, how would that work? Again, could be plumbing, could be electrical, could be something to do with landscaping, could be lighting, it could be the AV system, it could be any number of things that you have going on. And if you're sort of that handyman that does a few things yourself, but you call and get some help at times as well, map out some of those things. The other thing that, again, I don't do a very good job of this. I'll be the first to say this. But we should do a better job of, when you do maintenance on the home, do you track it, write it down, and let everybody know what you've done? Everybody, as in, if you were to leave, does everybody else know what's been gone on? When's the last time you lubricated your garage door? When's the last time you lubricated all the hinges on all of your other doors and locks and so on? You know, when's the last time you flushed the hot water heater? On, you know, on down the line we go. Are you keeping tabs on all those things, or are you just the type that just does them as needed and you don't keep tabs on it? My suggestion would be because... It's sort of like an estate plan. Think of this that way. If you were to be gone tomorrow, something were to happen to you, and you left your family to have to then fend for themselves, how do they do that? What are even the certain steps it takes in certain areas to get those things done? You know, I've got a particular situation at home where occasionally I have, a, I have a GFI that will trip. I probably need to just change the GFI out, but I have a, a situation where a GFI will trip periodically. And when that happens, there are certain items, of course, that don't work. And it's important to let people know if this happens, here's the fix. So, Mark, thank you. You got me on an entire list now in my mind of things I need to now start working on and putting together some of these lists of things, not only just the vendor side and who do you call, but what needs to happen with certain things, and is there an order even to those things? I mean, and some of this, by the way, I've learned a little bit when it comes to having a rental property, you know, an Airbnb, something along those lines. There's a lot of things you have to spell out. Here's how you turn on the TV. Here's how you operate this. Here's how you do that. Now, I'm not saying you've got to be that elementary, or do you? Again, each family is a little different. It depends upon those people you're leaving behind and what are their skill sets like. You, you, know, you may have to be that simplistic. If you're on a septic system, for example, when's the last time the septic system was pumped? Are you keeping tabs on that? And back to Mark's point, if it needs pumped, who do you call? That's another one of those things, too, by the way. Speaking of ready radio, those of you that have septic systems, given the fact that if something were to happen and the power's out and we're kind of figuring out what to do next, you are one of the few people that if you've got some water around will be able to use the restroom because the septic system is not powered in most cases. Now, there are some where there's lift stations and so on, and if that goes out, then you're kind of, you know, up a creek without a paddle because the transfer station is not going to work if the power goes out. I get that, and that's where having a generator or something along those lines to make sure that were to work would be great. But in general, most septic systems are gravity-fed. And those of you that have those, unlike somebody on city sewer, you really shouldn't have any problems, backups, things along those lines. As long as you've got fresh water to put into the bowl, 
You won't, in some cases, you'll lose pressure depending upon where we end up. You may not have water pressure, but the bowl of the toilet will still hold water. You just fill it manually, and you could still flush the toilet. And your septic system will be just fine. You're probably thinking, okay, John, where are you going with this? Keep those serviced is my point. If you're somebody that would typically go five years, I wouldn't go that long, by the way. Septic systems should be pumped about every two to three years, depending upon the use, the amount of people using it, and so on, the size of the system, the use, and so on. Point being, if you know it needs done, do it. In fact, knowing where the prices of getting that done are headed, again, sooner than later. If you're thinking, oh, I'll get it done next year, the prices are going to be higher next year than this year. You might as well get it done. Again, to keep up on some of those maintenance items, and then back to Mark from Wiggins' point earlier, having a list of those things so that you know specifically what you're doing and when is a big deal, and having those things dialed in. This goes kind of goes back to we have another person that comes on on a regular basis, Mark, and he's up in the Fort Collins area, and he's got the readiness scale. And you can download that off of his website or ours. OneDayCloser.biz is the website, by the way, OneDayCloser.biz. And I would highly recommend you take the little quiz or scale that he has and figure out where you are in all of these areas. Water, food, shelter, energy, on down the line we go. The financial end of it, which I want to talk about here in a minute when we come back from break. Where do you rank, you and your family, where do you rank in each one of these areas? Now, I, and I've said this before, and I'll be the first to admit it, I've even told Mark this, I have a tendency to not get overly concerned with some areas but I probably should be more concerned than I am. And some of that is because I'm, I'm just handy. I don't know how else to say it. I, I'm handy. I, I know how to fix things. I grew up in a family that we didn't call the repairman ever. We just figured out ways to get things fixed on our own. I've been that way since. I ran auto shops for, you know, 30-some, you know, 35 years. I've been around the automotive world my whole life. And in, in doing all of that can pretty much fix most things. Now, do I today? It depends on the item, I'll be honest. It depends on how much time I have and what I'm trying to fix and so on. In some cases, it's faster to call somebody, have it done, and I can make more money going and doing something else rather than fiddling around with something that, frankly, you know, somebody else can take care of. But it depends on the item. You know, I fixed a water leak the other day that I had in my barn, and yes, I could call a plumber, have them come out and do all of that, but I know right where it is. I know what to do. I know how to fix it and so on. So done. Just do it yourself, and away you go. My problem at times is because I know how to do some of those things, I will sometimes on Mark's readiness scale probably let some things slip a little bit because I know that if that time were to come, I'll just figure it out. Now, again, not a good way to look at it. I'm as guilty as some of you listening are in that area because what happens if we get to that point, but I'm not as capacitated as I am now? In other words, what happens if something is not as good with me health-wise as, you know, and maybe that particular event has caused some health damage? Okay, well, now what? How are we going to handle as a family some of those things? So, again, I, I would be really thinking about your scores across the line here, back to what Mark said earlier. Uh, you know, what do you do in some of these areas? Now, I also say this. 
if and when, it's really more of when, something happens. And we should have uh, William Fortune on with us next week as well to talk a little bit about what I'm talking about now. It's that not if, but when. As we continue to get further down the line, and depending upon what happens in next year's elections, by the way, I think we'll have a big bearing upon when the win is. Just my own, my own thought process there. Point being, the win is going to happen at some point in time, and the list of vendors is great until the win happens, and then you're on your own. So again, my advice would be, if you're handy, great. Learn how to be even more handy. And that's a skill. That's even on the readiness chart. If you're not handy, everyone can be, just learn it. And for those of you listening that would say, well, how do you learn that? YouTube. Honestly, YouTube. There are so many helpful, and I know some are not super helpful. You have to kind of, you know, wade your way through things. But there are some good, helpful videos out there on how to do certain basic things. And it'd be worth learning some of those things and even then practicing on them currently at home in your spare time doesn't matter what that item might be just practice and again the more handy you are and the more ability you have to handle some of these things on your own when that time comes you'll be all the more prepared so again that readiness chart is one day closer dot biz one day closer dot biz when we come back here in a moment i do want to talk about the financial end of things a little bit as far as cash How much cash should you have? Now, there's some folks that believe that we won't have any cash anytime, you know, in the near future. I'm not one of those people, by the way. I'll just tell you that straight up. I'm not one of those people. Some feel like, you know, we're going to be all digital in the not too distant future. Cash will be a thing of the past. No, sorry. Not happening. I explained this to somebody the other day and they fully agreed with me. And this was somebody that probably was a little bit more on the. Uh, you know, how long is the dollar going to last end of things? And here was my answer as to how long the dollar lasts. As long as I can take a Benjamin, a $100 bill, and travel anywhere in the world and buy something with it, cash is still king. And guess what? In today's world, right now, currently, I can take a $100 bill, travel anywhere in the entire world, and spend it. Without a doubt, I don't care if I'm in China, Europe, Australia, Russia, anywhere you want to buy something, you can take that $100 and turn it into whatever you'd like. It still has value. And I've done that, by the way, in the past. And in a lot of cases, it has a lot of value in certain economies. It is still the world's economy. As much as a lot of folks would, pro- would like to knock that off, and, and no matter what people even say about bricks. It is still the number one currency. So here's my feeling on cash and why I think you still need to stash some cash. I'll talk about this in a moment. As long as it's that currency I just mentioned, it's not going anywhere, no matter what the Fed or anyone else does or what anybody else says or tries to do. As long as that bill is received and you get a value in return, cash is still king right now. Cash is still king. You right now, if you wanted to, could go to any place in America and with enough cash, buy whatever you want. There's very few places that will turn down cash. I know there's some, but not very many. And most of the ones that won't take cash are the you know, big corporations and they don't trust their employees. 
just being honest. They don't trust their employees. They, they do everything electronic because they don't trust the people working for them. They'll tell you, oh, it's because it's easier, it makes the transaction faster. No, it doesn't. They just don't trust their people. They think they're skimming off the top, so they do electronic only. But right now, I could, I'm looking out here at the car dealerships to the west of Charlie and I right now. If I had enough cash, a suitcase of it, and you wanted to walk in any one of these dealerships and pay cash for a car, you could. Now, there's some forms you'll have to fill out and some things they'll make you report on by doing so because they don't want you being a drug dealer laundering money, but you can pay cash for a car if you'd like. Point being, cash, U.S. dollars, are still king. I want to come back and talk about how much of it should you have on hand at any given time. Questions on that or comments, let me know. Text line 307 200 8222, or you can call us directly as well, 303 477 5600. We'll be right back. Ready Radio, and it's ready radio.com. Summer hailstorms have returned with a bang, leaving roofs across the front range in need of repair or replacement. You need to know what options will be best for your home. Here at Roof Savers Colorado, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners maintain their roofs through hail or shine. We work with any insurance company to get your damaged roof the replacement it needs. However, if you are looking to get more life out of your current roof, we also offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs. With over 20-plus years of roofing experience, we believe in helping you determine the right solution for your situation and through every season. If you think your roof has been a victim of hail, contact us to set up your free inspection and receive an honest evaluation about the condition of your roof. Call today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to roofsaversco.com to keep a durable roof over your head. Do you know that your windshield is getting more expensive to replace? Most vehicles have options that help keep the vehicles from avoiding accidents or even keep it in the traffic lane. These windshields require more than just a replacement of the glass. They also require a calibration of the computer system to make sure everything is operational to the specifications the manufacturer set when the vehicle was built. You can't trust the traveling glass replacement shop to do these necessary calibrations as they require special equipment and in most cases an indoor shop to perform the calibration. We have two Novus locations that can replace your windshield and also do these calibrations. Novus Fort Collins and Novus Sterling. Both are fully equipped with the latest technology to service your vehicle properly. Find either location by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. Have you been thinking about a new pair of glasses? Maybe some prescription sunglasses. Will look no further than Stack Optical. Since 1968, yes, you heard me right. Since 1968, Stack Optical has been providing the most comprehensive quality ocular care for their patients. This family-owned business is proud to be one of the few optical offices that has their own on-site eyeglass production and eyeglass repair studio. Stack Optical, located at 2233 South Monaco Parkway, features the most extensive lines of eyeglass frames, sunglasses, and contact lenses to ensure that you love your appearance and experience superior comfort. Our comprehensive eye exams proactively diagnose eye conditions and diseases while providing the most accurate vision care. We welcome you to experience a lifetime of superior ocular care from doctors that are devoted to your eye health. Call now for 
for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. In such an uneasy and unpredictable time that we live in, growing your own food is becoming a necessity. Colorado Greenhouse Builders is a local family-owned and operated business that specializes in custom cedar greenhouses. Owners Jason and Annette have over 35 years of construction management experience and have built multi-million dollar greenhouse structures all over the country. Colorado Greenhouse Builders is one of the few companies that specializes in geothermal heating. Geothermal heating utilizes the sun's light and heat to create an amazing year-round growing opportunity. Their geothermal heating has proven to be a gardener's dream even in our cold Colorado winters. They can provide a custom consultation that includes an evaluation of your site and then provide recommendations and a custom plan for all your growing needs. Call Colorado Greenhouse Builders at 720-539-9806 or find them at ready-radio.com. That's ready-radio.com. All right, Ready Radio. Again, ready-radio.com is the website. You can listen to previous shows there as well. And again, today is a live show on July the 14th. Appreciate all of you listening. All right, I wanted to talk about cash. And I've done this before, but it's always a good reminder to do this on an occasion because, again, we have different listeners and folks that listen at different times. And I am one, I guess, again, just the way I was raised, and I know there's the younger generations, plural, where cash is not a big deal. Most don't even carry it anymore. I still do. I'm just that guy. I I'm, I always will be, I guess. I'm also a guy that believes you should have some cash for that rainy day. Not just money in a checking account or savings account, but actual physical greenbacks, cash. I did this Gosh, I don't even think Charlie. I think I think Charlie. You weren't even my engineer at that time when I first started Rush to Reason. I had an episode. I can still remember it where I did a little segment about an hour on what's in your wallet, how much cash do you carry, and I had all sorts of answers from all sorts of different people. Literally, some had just a few dollars in their pockets, some had a few thousand, some had a lot of cash at home, some had a little cash at home. It just depended. I think that particular day, this has been 10 years ago roughly, I believe the highest number was somebody had 80 grand cash at home. Substantial. And maybe that's overboard, maybe that's not. Depends on what all they have going on. So here's some rules of thumb. These are not exacts because there's an article on theprepared.com. Great website, by the way. And it starts out, a lot of people ask, how much cash should I have? There's no universal answer, since everyone's financial situation is different. The closest thing to a simple answer are rules of thumb around having enough cash to cover one to six months' worth of your normal living expenses. So if you're a family that needs, I don't know, four grand a month to live on, do you need 12, 16K of cash, that's your call. This is just rule of thumb examples. So he gives this person, I should look to see, is this a, this is a guy. So he, John is his name, John Ramey, he gives some rough examples. 
Someone making $50,000 a year with average debt and savings might have $500 in hard cash and $2,000 in a rainy day savings account. Someone making $100,000 a year with average savings in retirement might keep $3,000 on hand and another $10,000 in the bank. Someone with a million-dollar net worth might have $10,000 on hand and $25,000 in liquid savings. Now, to me, the higher up the, the kind of the scale you go, I feel the more cash you should have. Now, this is talking cash on hand and liquid savings. I, and I know that the cash on hand is not making you any money. I fully understand that. Some would say, John, why would you have that much cash when you're not making, you know, that, in this case, the $10,000? Why would you have $10,000 cash on hand when you're not going to make any money on that? Well, because I know I have it no matter what. If there's a run on the bank or something happens and they freeze accounts or anything weird like that happens, guess what? Greenbacks still spent. They will still get you through whatever you need to if something like that were to happen. Now, I also know we live in a day and age to where your local grocery store, if something happened and all accounts are frozen, will they take your cash? Honestly, I have no idea. Some may, some may not. You may see them just plain close up and they may not be serving anyone. I have no idea. I do know that there will be mom and pop shops around that will take your cash because they'll take the cash. So I'm one where I feel like the more cash, the better, but to hoard it is also not good. I, I wouldn't hoard cash unnecessarily. Now, on the same token, I think having a nice little nest egg of cash is not a bad idea. But to just hoard it, to hoard it, that's not making you any money either because the cash is not going up in value. Frankly, in most cases, neither is the cash in your checking account or savings account. It isn't either. Dennis in Denver, you're next. Hey, John, you talk a lot about EMPs, mostly about vehicles. What about the financial institution? What happens when that EMP strike wipes out everybody's electronic financial records. Well, yeah, they will not have any access back to it. And if we get that big of an EMP, frankly, Dennis, and I've talked about this in the past, the cash will be good for a few days. But once people realize that all monetary items like you're talking about are gone, now you're bartering everything. The cash that you have will be lighting fires. Well, and I would expect us to rebuild, you know, at some point, but uh, but keep in mind, if that happens, there'll be a different government, different currency, different everything. Now, would I burn the cash? No, I still wouldn't do that. I would save it just for your point. If we're to come back at some point and it becomes usable again and that currency is, is now solvent, then yes, I, I mean, I would not burn the cash. My point, though, Dennis, is if all of what you said happens, you're bartering most everything at that point. Well, what it, my point being, I keep paper financial records good point and i'm wondering if you can get an expert on to let us know if i can go down to charles schwab with my paper documents and they will honor those balances and get some cash well that's i will do my best on that That, that's a great that's a great idea by the way i will do some some checking and see if i can get someone in my gut feeling 
And after reading some of and William Forstgen will be with us next week. I'm trying to get him on next Friday. He's a better one to probably answer this because he's done a lot more studying on some of these things than I have, Dennis. And I will, if I get him on next Friday, I'll just flat out ask him. But he's written books along these lines. And the books he writes, when an EMP like you're talking about hits, cash is good for about five to seven days. And then everybody's money at that point has vanished. It's a complete, complete reset. It's done. It's whatever assets you've got and things that you can barter with that you start over with. The money, the money side of it is gone. Well, and I'm willing to bet that Schwab and Fidelity and a lot of these brokerage houses do not have an EMP clause in their. I would venture to guess you are probably a thousand percent correct, and it'd be worth looking at. But I'll bet you you're correct. At which case, they better honor my paper doc- documents. Yeah, and now, again, keep in mind, if we have a huge EMP and there is literally no electricity, no computers are going to turn on. In fact, you couldn't open the bank vault door if you even wanted to get the cash that was in there out because all those are done electronically. At the end of the day, I, I, think, most, I think most of those funds, it's just going to go poof. Well, it's, it's not I there anymore. Not, but I, I'd love to delve a lot farther into this subject. And keep this in mind, too, Dennis, when it comes to mortgages and even things along those lines, debts, keep in mind, those go away as well, because how is anybody going to keep track of that stuff? It, it, again, everything will everything in your scenario changes. Well, that's why I don't rely on electronic uh, documents. I, you know, I've got everything printed out so I know exactly where I'm at. Uh, in case something happens. Yeah, that's a good idea. And and I don't think there's anything wrong with continuing, or some of you that are listening, it's sort of like Dennis going back and talking about having a vendor list for your home, having that printed out and keeping a copy of it around. Same exact situation. Yeah, I I don't think, I think if you're not doing that, you should be. Maybe uh, one of the guys from one of the brokerage houses would come on and talk about this. Yeah, you know what? I will do my best to get them on. In fact, even some of the guys we talk to you know, on a regular basis during the week, I can ask. And again, you know, Bill, Bill Fortune, who, I'm, again, I'm doing my best to get him on next Friday. I just emailed him right before the show today. I guarantee you he's done some checking on that, Dennis. Good, good. So, uh, be interested to hear what he has to say. I'll ask him next week. Appreciate you, Dennis, very much. Have a great rest of your afternoon. And, yeah, for all of you listening, yes, I would keep paper records on a lot of those transactions and things that you have just in case, to Dennis's point, if something were to happen and you try to go down and have you know some resolve with that, again, keep in mind, you're going to have to even get those facilities open to even do that, and that'll be another thing that'll happen. And you're next. Uh, well, Regarding our annuities and life insurance plans and whatever financial, you know, you're invested in this, uh, you know, major uh, company to manage your assets, it, it just uh, seems so unworkable. You mean if, if, if an EMP strike were to happen, you mean? Well, I, I'm talking about the digital currency, which is what they want. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and the EMP isn't going to happen unless it's got the World Economic Forum permission, in my opinion. Okay, so it's all a setup. So it just seems like we're... Well, we're and, and really quick, Ann, no offense, a terrorist organization that is a proxy for another country doesn't care about the World Economic Forum. They just don't. Well, well, their leaders are connected to them, I think. Not okay? the terrorist groups their- aren't, though those guys are not. I mean, you look at even a Kim Jong-un, he is not connected to the World Economic Forum, nor does he care. 
Well, there's a Shanghai Cooperation Organization, you know. So that's Russia, China, and the Stan countries, and Iran, and several other of the Muslim countries. So it's it's complex. It's certainly complex. Well, and keep, and keep in mind, Anne, that if a, another country wanted to do something to really injure just us and not the rest of the world, that's where EMPs come in handy. Yeah, for the CCP, you bet. Yep, okay. exactly. Okay. Thank you. No, you're very okay. welcome, Anna. I appreciate that. And, and yeah, I, you know, how does all of that work? And Dennis, thanks for bringing that conversation to light, because how does all of that work after an EMP? Again, folks, I've got to do some more research on that. I'll have Bill Fortune back on. And at the end of the day, I don't know that anybody really knows that answer fully. Again, because we've never, as a country, we've never been through anything like that. I will tell you that if something like that were to happen to us here in the U.S., it would change literally the landscape of everything we have going on overnight. And I mean that sincerely. You would not be doing the normal things that you're doing right now. You're not even going to go in and do your normal job the next day if something like that were to happen. You're going to be in survival mode only. And not saying we're not going to worry about the things that Dennis brought up in regards to savings accounts and annuities that Ann talked about and so on, not saying that those things wouldn't be important because everybody wants to get their hands on their money that they've earned. But if what happens in Bill's books, one second after, one day after, and so on, if what happens there happens, it's a totally new world that we live in and everything changes anyways. And at the end of the day, it's a complete reset of everything we know. And if you've not read any of his books, I would highly recommend that you do. You can listen to them on audio. You can actually read them as well. You can do them on the electronic Kindle side, however you want to do it. You can read all of his books. And again, it's Bill William Fortune, and it's F-O-R-S-T-C-H-E-N, Fortune is how I should pronounce that, Fortune. And you can read all of his books. And they're, by the way, they're very, very good. They're informative. And they're very entertaining, and he does really delve into a lot of the things that we've been talking about today in regards to the what-ifs. If something like that were to happen, what do you do next? How do you handle things? How do you get you know past all of the things you need to to survive? Again, it will be a completely different world if something like that were to happen. All right, that's it for today. Appreciate you all joining, calling in, uh, chiming in on what we had going on today. I appreciate it very much. We'll be back next week, same time, same place. This is Ready Radio, and the website is ready-radio.com. and opinions expressed on KLZ 560 are those of the speaker, commentators, hosts, their guests, and callers. They are not necessarily the views and opinions of Crawford Broadcasting or KLZ management, employees, associates, or advertisers. KLZ 560 is a Crawford Broadcasting God and Country station.